0: Hey everyone, welcome to Be the Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when we show up. I am so excited to introduce the guest of this episode and share her story with you. Marlo Baines is the youth director of Earth Guardians and lives in Boulder, but grew up in my little hometown of Evergreen, Colorado. And I have to say it, go Cougars. Over the past three years, she has been an active member of the Earth Guardians National Council and RISE, or Rising Youth for a Sustainable Earth. She has also represented Earth Guardians on local, state, national, and international levels. So Marlo has an amazing resume filled with keynote addresses, appearances on panels, and many, many different youth organizing committees to address climate change. I asked her about the beginning of her Earth Guardians experience, and Marlo shared about her past few years with the organization.
1: So my freshman year of high school was the fall of 2016, which was the year of the elections that fall, as well as I was transitioning to a public school and then Also, I had the opportunity to go up to Standing Rock to be a part and to witness the water protectors defending their land against the Dakota Access Pipeline. And to give some background on that pipeline, it was originally supposed to be routed north of Bismarck, which is a predominantly white city. People were worried about their water being contaminated, and so the company responsible for building the pipeline, Energy Transfer Partners, decided to route it further south adjacent to the Standing Rock Sioux Reservation, and despite the same questions being raised on the reservation it wasn't moved and so this was literally a direct experience and example of environmental racism and so what happened is actually a group of youth actually decided to call their people to action and to stand for the water and to stand for sacred land and defend against the pipeline and so thousands of people you know flooded into the standing rock sioux reservation and it was one of the biggest It was one of the biggest movements of people, and it was people coming all across the globe, all different tribes gathering together, and it was honestly quite a monumental moment. And so here I was helping out at Standing Rock in the community kitchens, you know, giving out meals and realizing the potency of indigenous, you know, the indigeneity and that we really need to highlight these BIPOC communities, whether they're Black, Brown, or Indigenous, especially youth.
0: Okay, so to quickly interrupt Marlowe's story, I want to give an exciting update on this pipeline and the movement that Marlowe is describing. The Dakota Access Pipeline running from North Dakota to Illinois was ordered to be shut down and emptied of oil by August 5th. This court decision is a huge win for environmental activists like Marlowe and for all of the Native American tribes affected by the pipeline. Okay, now back to
1: marlo's story on my way down i was actually driving with shutescott's dad and Shute Scott is the former youth director of earth guardians and i was so drawn to it because not only were they doing this work of environmentalism but they were also providing youth this platform and these tools and resources to kind of better themselves and also create a create a more Equitable and regenerative world. And so I got involved with Earth Guardians a few months later. I got onto the RISE Youth Council, which stood for Rising Youth for a Sustainable Earth. And then we were later called the National Youth Council. And for then the next past three, almost going on four years, I've been working with the organization very, very closely traveling across the world and doing really, really good work to mobilize our youth that's worldwide. We have 250 crews in about 65 different countries, and they're all doing such amazing work on the ground with their passions and then looking at issues that are local to them. In
0: her story, Marlo mentioned Chutescott Martinos, who is also a youth director of Earth Guardians and who has been involved in the organization since he was a little kid. He is still very involved, and was named one of Time's Next 100 for his activism efforts around the world. Marlowe told me about his story as well, and shared more about the mission of Earth Guardians.
1: Shetaskot definitely are kind of our celebrity within the within the organization because at the age of six, he came to his parents and was like, "I really want to speak on this issue. This is really big for me," and so his mom and dad were like, okay, great. Well, you have to write a speech and bring it back to us. And so he wrote this speech and they were like, oh my God, this is amazing. Absolutely. You can, uh, you can come back. You can, you can share your voice. And he shared his first speech at age six um, in the band shell in Boulder. And then this, this kid, this guy just proceeded for the next years, you know, up to this day, um, inspiring, I swear, millions of youth to take action and get involved and has really been an activator within this movement of climate justice you know young climate justice activists and it really then exploded earth guardians so we went from having this one little crew within within uh boulder which was working on you know banning pesticides from parks and doing a lot of work about advocating for stopping fracking which had just kind of exploded onto the scene when they were children to then having like literally hundreds of crews across the world and people reaching out being like, I really want to start an Earth Guardians crew. How can I do that? And so they're like, okay, I guess we really have an organization going. And so they got there. 501c3 status and really began this work and for a long time it was very organic they had a few just a few core team members and then they just really had this decentralized network of youth who wanted to take action and were doing so now our mission really as it is as we've been building you know a stronger core team a stronger support system of youth whether it's the youth council or our regional crew directors and now we are really working to not only inspire and train youth to be youth activists but really to lead the way and supporting them with tools and resources virtually and on the ground.
0: Marlowe's activism career really took off right around when Donald Trump was elected. I asked Marlowe if she could discuss some of the major climate policy changes that the Trump administration implemented these past few years. This was her response.
1: One of the biggest things that we all know about is that he took the U.S. out of the Paris Climate Accord, which... You know, Earth Guardians was a very big part of kind of pushing, pushing, you know, these leaders of all of these countries to make a very strong climate policy to reverse the, the climate crisis. But it was it was something, you know, it wasn't everything that we wanted, but it was definitely something. And so when Trump pulled us out of the Paris Climate Accord, people were furious. So that's one thing. And then the other thing that I've personally seen, and it kind of breaks my heart is that Trump has made a lot of public land available for extraction, oil and gas extraction, and then also really giving leeway to a lot of extraction within trying to drill within the Arctic and offshores. And really it's just such a detriment because personally in Colorado we have a very big oil and gas extraction industry that is it's so ugly. It's so awful. It's kind of a monopoly. You know, we, we as climate gra- grassroots activists have tried to pass literally just like safe policies so that they don't drill it and affect our public health and safety. And yet they push back and are like, you're taking away our jobs. You don't know what you're talking about. And the Trump administration has really held that up. So, you know, within this election, it's super, super important to be electing new leaders, whether it be senators, representatives, hopefully a new president. So, yeah, that's that's my personal experience and what Earth Guardians has definitely seen within the Trump administration.
0: As a reaction to Trump's climate policy changes, there has been a wave of progressive action in this country to address climate change. The Green New Deal was part of this wave, and it stirred up lots of controversy in the House of Representatives. Marlo shared what she feels needs to happen in order for this type of national climate legislation to pass in this country.
1: Personally, as a representative from Earth Guardians, I would say that we we need a government that actually represents the people. Because as we've definitely seen, especially within the Black Lives Matter movement that has been occurring recently, there is a lot of voter oppression. We saw this even last night. I saw this video that in Kentucky, they closed polling stations early and were only forcing people to go to certain polling stations and it was taking hours to get there. And so I'm really hoping that within the next four years that we see more of a push to to create you know, liberated voting. So that's definitely one thing. And then the other thing is creating a very comprehensive climate policy so that we end you know, end any further fossil fuel expansion because we saw within coronavirus, you know, Trump said that he was going to buy up oil reserves because he saw that prices were going down or whatever. And there was so much extraction, which again, I go into a whole personal story about this, that they literally were like, we need to stop. Like we have nowhere else to put this oil. And we saw oil prices plummet, which again was for a bunch of other reasons too. But it goes to show that we have enough and that it would create enough time to sustainably and regeneratively transition off of fossil fuels and to more renewable and not only renewable and again, regenerative energy sources, but that were also equitable and not affecting our BIPOC community's health. There was a, a statistic that I saw recently that said that 91 to 92 percent of people who are living next to oil and gas extraction and refineries within LA were were BIPOC communities. And so, you know, we're seeing within this movement that it's a certain people that are being very, very much impacted by this climate crisis and these things that are driving us forward. So again, extraction industries, I would hope that within the next four years that we see a just transition off of fossil fuels onto renewable and equitable regenerative energy sources. And then, you know, the third thing, oh, God, I mean, I would say we need to start funding communities. And again, to tie back into the Black Lives Matter movement, because not only are we creating a more regenerative world, but we're also creating one that's more equitable, is funding into communities. Because when communities have more power to say where they want to put their dollar towards, they can create these local changes to more solar panels and providing space for communities and providing programs so that people can actually transition off of these energy grids that are completely sourced by fossil fuels and install solar panels instead. So the three things to recap that I think are very, very important is give back voting power to the people. And then the second one is start a just transition off of fossil fuels. And then the third is giving back community power and fund community programs so that people have the option and opportunity to say where they want to put their dollar and really push for a more regenerative way of living and making policy.
0: As a youth activist, Marlo has had the opportunity to share her voice and empower others around the world. So, of course, I had to ask Marlo the money question. What advice do you most want to share with other young people who want to make a change? And these were her words of wisdom.
1: That you are the change, you are enough. I think that's something that people get caught up on is like, oh, I don't know if I have it or what do you need to be a climate activist or an activist in general? And I would just say, it really just takes showing up and it takes listening and it takes observing. And we all have those skills within ourselves. Like we've been learning this since like kindergarten. (laughs) And so when you can start to do that, you can look into programs within your universities or your towns. And if you don't see them, you can, you know, utilize these tools and resources that these organizations have. So either join Earth Guardians or Sunrise or Extinction Rebellion or, you know, zero hour, because there are so many places and so many different ways of of change that these organizations are using to create the change that we want to see. So utilize them and work with your local communities, work with your grassroots organizations, and also educate yourself. So show up, educate yourself, and get involved. Those are definitely the three things. It's very easy. I've done it. Every other youth activist that maybe you see up on social media has done it. And it's so easy. It's it's so useful. And if you need like a little push, then go out, look for five youth activists on Instagram and start shifting your Instagram feed from, you know, girls posting about which ice cream and how cute they look to what people are doing within their communities and what that looks like and how you can take action because that's a super simple way that every single day we're using these social media platforms. And instead of trying to boost almost your self image or somebody else's image, you can actually change it to how can I shift the world as a community? How can we shift the, the future that we, are, we want to see?
0: So I just wanna highlight one phrase in particular that Marlo mentioned in her advice, which is, it really just takes showing up. If you want to see results and you want to see a change in your life, your community, your country, or the world, the first step is putting yourself out there and going to those protests or making that call to your congressman. There are so many actions you can take But you have to take that first step because, very simply, change is made when we show up. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And you can connect with Earth Guardians on Instagram at Earth Guardians, Facebook at Earth Guardians Tribe, and Twitter at Earth Guardians with a Z. You can also follow Marlo herself at Marlo Baines on Instagram. For more information about Earth Guardians, check out their website, which is linked in the description of this episode. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change
1: you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys!